0: I'm Beck. And I'm Paul. And this is DVD Clutter 2020. <laughs> Hi, Paul. Hi, Beck. Guess what? What? We've got a guest here today. Hi, Rose. Hello, Beck. Hello, Paul. <laughs> Hi, Rose. So, Rose, you're our former housemate. Yes. Good friend. Yes. Buffy lover. Of course, (laughs) you're a teacher extraordinaire. Sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We've both witnessed it. Yeah. Yeah. So the three of us used to work together in Ararat, Mm -hmm. out in the country, and um, we're reunited for this very special episode where we are going to dissect Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
1: And it's special for a few reasons. Not only that Rose is here, but this is our first episode of season two, Mm -hmm. 2020. It's DVD Clutter. It is the podcast all about dvds and decluttering and it's the first time i'm going to say it for the new year uh if you're into decluttering just skip forward the next 40 minutes and we'll talk about it maybe 10 minutes at the end yeah yeah. (laughs) because what do we do on this podcast beck for anyone who might be new Uh, to it or forgot about us over the summer
0: i've I've also forgotten so i think what we do is that we basically it started because you have over 500 dvds in your Mm. collection i think
1: i'm down to maybe 490 (laughs) something so it's great we're making progress
0: So we decided to watch one of your films and I guess we're doing mine as well. Yeah. I just have a smaller collection. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're watching one of our DVDs each week and we're going to break it down, you know, review it through new eyes, I guess, and see if it still holds up and then decide what we're going to do with the DVD. So we'll either keep it if it's just, you know, one that we want to whip out again and again, mm-hmm. or we will throw it away to the recycling bin. Mm hmm. Or maybe it will go to the op shop yeah. for future generations to enjoy.
1: They're the three options. I wonder what's gonna to happen to this week's collection of DVDs. Yes, because it's a series. Yes.
0: We're not doing the movie, which we will talk
1: about.
2: Have you seen okay. the movie?
3: I saw the movie a long time ago yes. and it's been blocked from a lot of my memory. I think Probably for reasons reasons. <laughs>
1: <Yeah, laughs> um because I thought I'd, I watched the movie with you two. You know, right?
0: Oh,
2: did
1: we?
0: Oh, we did. It was on TV. It was on did. SBS oh, God, one night. it was. It was yeah. on TV. Yeah. Anyway. That was the last time. I, yes. We'll, we'll so talk true. about that when we get to it. Yeah, what a great time. Um, <laughs> but we're not students. doing that. We're doing an no. actual series.
1: Yeah, and this is like, just, you know, getting into the DVD of it all, this is like your classic TV box series set. box set. It's yeah. one season across three discs. Yeah, three discs. Yeah, three discs, but they're all in their individual DVD case. Yeah. Um, I'll put a picture on the Instagram. Yeah. Like, this is... I remember when TV started coming to DVD, this was, like, huge. Yeah. Not only in size, but, like, it was... Like, <laughs> um,
0: it is quite large in size as well. Yeah. I it's a
1: pretty amazing. And it looks like it had plenty of special features that I'm sure you well, might have watched at some look, stage. At some stage, yeah. I did.
0: I didn't watch them this time because my DVD of the first, the very first DVD cracked.
1: Oh, like no. literally,
0: not just a scratch. Oh, it's, it's like in half. <laughs> oh,
1: lordy.
2: So, I can't Come out. out
0: i have no idea i guess this has like this collection of dvds this box set of season one has gone with me from home to house house to house house over the past like i bought it when i was 18 years old and you know we all know how old i am now Uh, very (laughs) (laughs) so i guess maybe some went moving it kind of just got stood on or something i don't know Mm. But I remember being so desperate to try and watch it because it's one of those series that I come back to again and again when I'm feeling sad or when I just need something nostalgic, when I just mm. need something comforting. This is one of the ones that I come back to, the other being Pride and Prejudice. Obviously. obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I remember putting the DVD, just being like, this can't be happening to me and putting the DVD into my computer still, even though it was completely cracked and just like hoping for the best. Maybe <laughs> it will. Maybe it will. And I, I think it's still in that disc... Player, oh, I can't really? Get it out. <laughs> <laughs> I but it's an old computer, and I don't use it anymore, so it's fine.
1: That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so normally, this part of the episode would talk about uh, whoever's DVD it is, how it sort of came into their life. But today, we've got Rose here as well, so I guess it's mm-hmm. going to be both uh, of us. A split between both of you, how? Because yeah. Buffy's been a big part, big thing for both of you. For yes. me, like this was the first time I ever watched. Yeah, yeah. So.
0: Do you want to tell us how it came into your life?
3: I remember watching Buffy in late high school i was introduced to it by two good friends of mine um lara and rachel and we used to watch buffy when we had spares at school (laughs) so we would as extension english students request for very important study one of the classrooms with a television Mm. and we would proceed to go into that classroom and watch episode after episode of buffy
0: in your defense like (laughs) thesis pieces Yes. Have been written on happy, happy is, It's
3: so academic. It, it is academic. It is academic. Yeah. Whether um, that would have been bought by teachers, and in fact, I think we did time, try that on a couple of teachers, and they didn't agree.
0: <laughs> if one of my students said that to me, I would be like, Don't. excellent. <laughs> well done. Tick. A plus. Um, what television?
1: What medium were you watching it on? Like, was this the days of having it on a memory stick, or was this the days no, of... No, you no, no. This had was DVD. so DVDs, someone yep. had
3: brought in the dvd were they the real yeah. ones or were they like some bad copy no the real ones okay. yeah Good. we just
1: want to get a mental image of, yeah of you
3: had proper dvds that had been smuggled in in a school bag
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> and then hidden on the way to a classroom
1: yeah
3: and we bought chips hard. and just chocolate is,
0: um,
1: oh, lovely. Lovely. Yeah.
0: yeah yeah it wasn't an
3: <laughs>
1: any, any clicking around in the background is us sort of like fumbling with this ginormous box <laughs> set of we're really overselling this.
0: Yeah. everyone knows how big a dvd is right <laughs> um, Imagine three of them. <laughs> <laughs> In an additional box. Mm. Did you, were you like into it straight away? Yeah, loved yeah. it. Obsessed. And
1: when you were introduced to it, was introduced from season one? Like you have to watch this from the start yes. or did you get... Yeah, we watched, okay. we watched it from the start, watched the
3: whole way through. And then when we finished, we moved on to Angel. Um, and then I think we even watched one of his other series. My experience. Like Firefly. 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 It might have been Dollars. Firefly or... It mm, wasn't Dollhouse, yeah. Not as part of my life yeah. as poetry,
0: obviously.
1: Yeah. I was, I this was the OG. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> um, How about you, beg? Yeah, I can't really remember. Okay. Cool. <laughs> it's, just, it's just forever
1: been part of your life.
0: No, well, <laughs> as, early days. You know, as I have spoken about on the podcast before, I grew up without the television. Yeah. So I didn't watch it when it very first came out in 1995. 99. Was it 95? I believe so. Okay. It's been really? out for a long time.
1: Yeah, we, will fact we check might fact check that. I thought it was 1997. Oh, maybe personally. It so yeah. Well, look, you just, you you're, you're putting it out I know, there, I know, so you know, can be yeah. right. But
0: <laughs> I'll fact check that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I actually do not remember who first introduced me to this. But I've got a couple of like big memories from the time, mm. and one of them is that it was one of the things that my mum also liked watching. I mean, she didn't. She wasn't as into it as my sister and I and to a, some extent my brother as well but she would definitely come and just be like really excited yeah. that there was a young girl kicking ass on the TV Like because that's part of the reason we love it as young women cuz there's a representation of a young woman who we don't really see very often. Yeah. Definitely. Um and so I think that really resonated with me and my sister and with my mom as well and I remember her just being like, you know, one of, she's not violent at all. She's like the most pacifist person you'll ever meet. Yeah. <laughs> Except for her recent protesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say I, like, I, I don't know about, about this. Buffy for a second. I'm like, no, she's not quite violent. <laughs> no, my mum. and I just have I was just remember her being like Oh, it's just so satisfying when she just like kicks that vampire and punches that vampire. And it's true. It's very mm. cathartic. Watching her oh, beat yeah. someone up is so cathartic. And then another memory is that my best friend and I, after year 11, maybe, or year 12, I think year 11, after year 11, we were like, we deserve a treat because we just finished year 11. So we flew ourselves off to Sydney and stayed there for a couple of nights with one of her family members and in a JV hi-fi up there, because in the country we didn't have JV hi-fi, so in a JB Hi-Fi in Sydney, of all places, which she was like, what the fuck are you doing? I bought all of these. So I bought um, three box sets of Buffy and we've talked about how big they are. Trying to shove them in my little carry-on suitcase.
1: Oh, you flew up. Yeah, we flew We couldn't drive. seventeen oh,
0: yeah. Because they, they were like $20 each. nineteen ninety-five dollars From Did JB Hi-Fi. No.
1: <laughs> but with the money you <laughs> saved on Buffy DVDs, surely. I
0: know, it's so true. We were only up there for a few days, but I just remember, like, I have such a vivid memory of being in the bedroom trying to pack, and Lisa just looking at me and being like, this is ridiculous, because it's not the first time I've bought something that could be construed as useless, in quotation marks, so it's an ongoing battle not to
1: buy useless things, but they're not so that useless, like, you know... Now that one snapped it half and stuck inside a TV player, <laughs> you might argue that the usefulness of it has disappeared. But, but that's two out of three that are still useful. Yeah, fair enough. I stand so, corrected.
0: Majority. Yeah, and I don't know. Buffy has just, I've just always loved it because of, yeah, like I said before, the representation of a young woman in there. And it was just funny and it was clever. I think it's clever. Definitely clever. Yeah. And it's emotional. Like, I'm oh, I cried. Yes. When watching it, I 100%. definitely cried. There's episodes on this series that I don't watch because they're too, like, I know that I'm going to get too sad, yeah. wow. and season two, really? when we get, season two is going to be hard for oh, me to watch, because it gets so hard oh, to watch, which I, and I just, the whole Angel storyline, like, people will probably know what we're talking about, but we won't say it, spoiler it for Paul, but the whole Angel storyline, I just avoided watching those, because it's too hard for me to get that involved, feel, feel so, so sad.
3: I'm team Spike, though. I won't lie, but we'll go into that later. Another time. Oh, wow. Bombshell. <laughs> well, no. Oh, okay. Not for this He's time. He's a bit rapey. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I was young. Okay. So that's a leftover.
0: <laughs> over. Yeah, when we rewatch, we'll see. I don't know if true. we'll get up to the whole Spike thing, because I've only got Angels season one and creepy? season two.
1: It's just a raping. No. it's definitely creepy. Poorly acted, but you know. Poorly acted. <laughs> <athletes. laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, okay. <laughs> wrong. wrong. That is wrong. <laughs> Your first
2: false statement on the podcast. Of which I'm
1: sure there'll be many. You know, I'm expecting a few. Mm. Yeah, no. It watching it, I did pick up a very sort of like Beck aesthetic, you know? Like <laughs> I feel like it influenced you a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I you know, uh-huh. that's why
0: I fight crime on a <laughs> daily basis. It, it, it is.
1: You know, you and your <laughs> library crew hang out, exactly. solve mysteries. Yeah. Me and the Scooby
0: gang. Mm. Yeah, totally.
1: I guess your sense of humour, mm. I think, was definitely had something to play with it's this. it's daggy. Yeah. It's quite daggy. But it's daggy, but it's, it's <laughs> thought through. Like, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah, it's poignant. That's it's like Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yes. it's, yeah.
0: It's, like, witty. That's it, witty. Yeah. Yeah. But also, you know, there's some... I've actually wrote down some of the, the lines... Because I just, the lines that we kind of, we watch this so often that, you know, these are quotes, like with Zoolander, you know, these are the mm. quotes that my siblings and I would kind of say to each other yeah. all the time. Like one from, one of my favourite ones that we used to say all the time is Xander. Most of them are from Xander when he goes, I laugh in the face of danger and then I hide until it goes away. <laughs> <laughs> Xander's lines are all classic. Which is so good. And it's so, so, like, it just, I think it encapsulates a, I don't know, it encapsulates those teen years mm. quite
1: well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we go any further, I should probably give a plot breakdown. Yeah, but I if guess... you don't
0: know a little bit about Buffy, come on.
1: Uh, so, Buffy Season is one. Season one. She's the chosen one. She has been destined by fate to be the slayer against demons and vampires, mainly vampires. The forces of darkness. The forces of darkness, Mm. as we hear at the start of (laughs) every
2: episode.
1: (laughs) So this is where it sort of crosses over a bit with the movie, I guess. Yeah. I
0: mean, it does follow on from the movie, but just when wrote the movie as his original kind of, Concept Peach of better. Buffy. Yeah. yeah, that was his, he came up with the character of Buffy, he came up with the kind of universe that she existed in this teenage girl who's fighting vampires yeah. and she's the chosen mm. one, etc. etc. The Slayer, the
1: Watcher.
0: Yes, the whole dynamic. Yeah. But the movie he sold to Dolly Parton's production company and then it kind of got away from him and he left the production due to their, them changing a whole bunch of the lines. Um, they wanted it to be more of a comedy and he wanted it to be quite dark. So there's mm. things about the series that are very much more his original concept yeah yep. so he wasn't really at the end of the final production of the film he is not really a part of that at all and it's very much not what we see mm. uh, as the um
1: but it yeah i guess it, it sort of acknowledges the existence of the film buffy's been kicked out of her old school because of events that came from slaying she knows she's a slayer she's moved to this new town she thinks she's going to get over that she goes mm-hmm. to the library and there's Anthony Stewart Head, and he's the Best. new Watcher, and he's like, "Oh, you're finally here, Slayer. Let's, um, slay. Let's slay." And she's like, "No way!" But eventually, he gets her on She meets two friends, one called Willow, one called Xander, and they become the crew that are there to solve all sorts of supernatural stuff that's going on in Sunnydale. Sunnydale. Because it turns out Sunnydale High School, in particular, is on a thing called the Hellmouth, which is like, I guess, the gateway to hell. Yes. So. A-
0: Hot point for all things mystical. Demon Central. Demon Central, yes. So, so heaps so of weird stuff happens yeah. all the time.
1: So, every week they go up against something weird. You know, you go from your vampires, which are a bit run of the mill, to a giant praying mantis, yeah, one of my an invisible girl, episodes. witches. Witches. Witches.
0: One of my favourite episodes. One of the best um, episodes. Yes.
1: Yeah, it's all there. Uh, throughout this season, there's this guy called the Master who's like a. This guy. King vampire dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's trying to get out. He's imprisoned he's, in like a giant bubble.
0: He's trapped. He's been resurrected, but yeah. he's still trapped underground and he can't walk on the earth. But he needs to walk on the earth to reclaim the earth, to bring hell
1: to yeah. earth. So he keeps, like every few episodes, he's like, well, I'll try this to get out. And then, you know, it doesn't work.
0: Why do you sound so bored when you're talking about <laughs> it? <laughs> it it's, it's yeah, I'm weird. not sure about this recap. I mean, yeah. um,
1: and then, you know, it all sort of gets to the end where Hellmouth does sort of get opened. And
0: so can I may I interrupt? Yeah, yeah. So but that, that's uh, basically it, though, right? Well, it is like, it, but it. you know, it is it. There's more to it. There's more like, and then there's oh yeah, there. there's obviously there's like excitement. It's not like
1: they just have me there still talking through the story. Like it's you know, it's, it's just Giles like reading it. Yeah, yeah. but that's the plot. Right? So yeah, well,
0: essentially, it's the whole the arc of this of the season is Buffy versus. Oh, yeah the master, master who's mm. this vampire who's trying to you know bring hell to earth and he's basically wants to get rid of mm. all of humanity and let the vampires walk during the daytime and you know take over the world whatever um so that's the overall arc but in between each episode while that storyline is kind of playing on the background there's all these other little storylines yeah. that happen
1: and but i also forgot to mention angel is played by the bones guy
0: david borones yeah
1: um you're so disrespectful <laughs> <laughs> and he rocks up a bit and you find out that he's a vampire that got his soul back so he's like a vampire bad but has a soul so feels bad about it
0: yeah so he's playing on his mind Is like 400 years of slaughter Mm. and death he should be more traumatized than he
3: He probably should
1: should he's a bit more moody than
2: (laughs) traumatized (laughs) he's very
1: moody
0: he's just had years of therapy as well it works mm. yeah that's why he's so well adjusted
3: that's
2: it
0: They don't he talk about fine. it yeah they yeah. i would
3: say that the season is about buffy coming to terms with the fact that she's a slayer yes. and i feel like that happens in the course of this season more so than i feel like it happened the first seasons. couple of episodes oh Didn't, the final
0: episode not.
1: though yeah, yeah no you're right the final episode's a big part of that Actually, sorry it cracks my cracks the sands. Yes. Yeah,
0: cracks the sads. She does. She's I cried so much in that. <laughs> that episode brought me to tears. Seriously. Her acting as she finds out. Oh, it's a, just oh. heartbreaking. How would you <laughs> feel in that moment? You know you're going to die. You're fucking yeah. 16 years old.
1: Yeah, I guess it's weird coming from it from my... Because, like, obviously I knew she wasn't going to die afterwards. That's very true. Well, I know it. she's not going to die either.
0: Yeah, I also knew. And But I mm. think it's the... It, you really have to think about how would you feel thinking that you're going to die.
1: Yeah, and... Maybe I'm jaded by all the TV that I have watched, but Maybe. Yeah. You just zoned out. You mm-hmm. weren't emotionally connected. No, I just I no. clearly wasn't. Yeah. But I had a great time. No. But anyway, no. it's not my review. It's time for your review, you two. Alright. Mm-hmm. Watching season one.
0: Yeah. You go first, Beck. Alright. It's this is another one that's gonna be hard for me to separate what I felt then to what I feel now because I still absolutely love the series. There are definitely things about Xander that are problematic i think his possessiveness yes. of buffy
3: yeah yes and no but he's a teenage boy is and very if you true. watch it through that lens of like he's a teenager yeah you become mm. a little bit more sympathetic to his yeah. behavior he, he looks like a teenager his. too yeah that was,
1: that was <laughs> i just made sarcastic. a face <laughs> <laughs> sure <clears throat> it is weird
0: because i actually i should have researched how old they were when they were doing it
1: but uh, they... sarah michelle gillard was 20 okay yeah but they, she, she doesn't look
0: they don't look like our teenagers though. No. They don't look they like 16. Like no. Willow
1: was a teenager. Okay. At the well, time. she does look a bit yeah. more gawky and gangly,
0: which I guess is her whole look. So we should maybe introduce some of the characters. The main characters yeah. are Buffy who's obviously the vampire slayer. She's the chosen like, one real peppy like yeah used to be really popular yeah, but used now to be used to be cheerleader now mm-hmm. is part of the outcast group due to her uh weirdness and quotation marks because she's and always... her kindness i think and her kindness
3: and her acceptance of others
0: yes which has it maybe wins. come about after <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> which has maybe come
0: about after she has lost her popularity True, so we don't know if she true. was like that at our old school. We just know that she was like the homecoming queen and whatever. Yeah, I think she was more of a Cordelia <laughs> yes, in her old exactly. school.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had very oh, yeah. few
0: bad things to say about Cordelia.
3: I
1: didn't even mention Cordelia. There's also this popular girl that turns up in most episodes to be the butt of jokes. Yeah. yeah, but,
0: <laughs> And also just become the highlight the of our life. <laughs> 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 so yeah. the main character, you so then you've got Buffy and then you've got Willow who's like nerdy, really into like computers, really smart. Yeah.
1: She really gets these newfangled fangled things. You this. <laughs> you have mail. <laughs> yes, that was the best.
0: She is played by... Alison Hann- Hannigan. Hannigan? Hann-
2: no. That that yeah. We all know who she Our is. Mother. Mother. American brother. Pie. American Pie. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. And then we also have Xander Harris, who plays Willow, and Xander have been best friends for ages. He's also a bit of a social outcast, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. They're kind of mid-range nerdiness. Yes. Yeah. But he's not, not at the bottom of the rungs. but no. definitely not no. in the popular group. Yeah, and then we have Giles, who's the watcher, who is podcast favorite. Yes, oh. <laughs> Anthony Stewart. Anthony Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. So he, oh my god, so different. Do you... we talked a little bit about mm. the um, repo? Yeah, he was definitely younger
1: him. during this, for starters. Yes, definitely.
0: But <laughs> like, he's in a musical. Oh, I that think we can listen to that episode. yeah.
3: yeah. Well yeah.
1: done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so anthony stewart head plays giles the watcher he is training or he's meant to continue buffy's training as um as she goes along so he's like her support group he does all the research Mm -hmm. he knows like he's the stuff about vampires and demons and the forces of darkness i think this was the the first
3: time watching buffy that i actually was like oh he's actually like quite good looking he's very good looking i'm now attracted to the librarian
0: (laughs) He's dressed impeccably. Oh, say. his outfits throughout the season Amazing. are Incredible. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. So, that's and
1: then, they're the main cast. Oh, then and then Cordelia. Cordelia. So, Cordelia also gets a name in the credits for some reason. Yeah.
0: Huh?
1: At the Maybe start for some
0: reason. She's one of the main characters. But
1: like it's always just like she rocks up at the start of a story and is like, "Ew, there's a gross thing."
0: But she's, continu- she's the only scene. other one who's continuing.
3: She's,
1: she's the constant, ooh, it's a gross thing person. And her character can, develops from exactly, bit, so She yeah. becomes
3: more of a picture of scenes outside of school. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Especially in the last Maybe. two episodes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah they're yeah, definitely her stories and she
0: and she i guess we're coming at this from knowing what happens next and what happens yes. over the course of the whole series that's
1: it i assumed that something was going to happen with her yeah so she becomes
0: yeah. like a, a big feature of the
1: basically
3: part of the she's already starting
0: to do that by yes. the, end of, this by the end of this season yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: i assume that was, it's was just weird coming at it from you not yeah. knowing it mm-hmm. yeah true true
0: so they're our main characters and... Plus Jenny Calendar. Oh, we give her main calendar. character status? Not just yet, Who's but season again? two, yes. She's the pagan... Oh, Techno-pagan. Techno-pagan. So this is another teacher who comes in in one of the episodes that deals specifically with mm. a demon stuck in the internet.
1: You know she's going to become a main character because she doesn't get killed. She doesn't get killed. Like, like every, every like other teacher <laughs> yeah. seems to. Totally true. true. <laughs> Um, I am not taking a job there i do no, <laughs> not recommend going don't to that school no,
3: no. No. Speaking of, I did look up the number of deaths in the season, did anyone else do that? No, no. how many? 14 or 15, it was ambiguous according to the
0: site that I looked at But yeah. in the final episode in the AV club and all, mm. all those boys are dead in the AV club, that was like yeah. 10, was it not 10? More? No, 8? I, Eight? Only like I six. saw like 4 4? Yep. Oh god. god, we're all like Someone can <laughs> fact check that for us
3: this person had looked up how many students and faculty had died. So it was quite specific to people from the school, right?
1: Mm-hmm. They do kind of draw attention to that in a in a kind of Josh Whedon esque. Josh Whedon. So yes, yeah. um, Josh <laughs> <Hopefully> Whedon. Please leave that in. tough when that new principal comes in and it's like. Yeah, death, suicide. <laughs> I'm sick of this. Yes,
0: I do definitely draw attention yeah but. Buffy's mum never really seems to notice. Oh, at one she point, Buffy's mum, I even wrote,
3: yeah. wrote it down, says, Is there something uh, bothering you about, like, literally the episode when there's heaps of students who have died at school? Yes. And <laughs> the mum up. episode, she goes, Are you okay? <laughs> oh, you don't have a date. <laughs> you don't, yeah, is it the
0: she's like, You don't have a date for the homecoming dance? Oh, see, so yeah, uh, now sometimes I do understand. <laughs>
1: Five people have it's just died. Dies. And you always seem yeah. to sort of be a bit involved in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Communication between parents and the school is either shocking yeah. or they're just not phased by it. I think maybe
0: also the school death. just like hush hush, you know, they don't want
1: They don't get sued. They don't
0: want to get sued. They don't even pause the day. No. When people it's die. It's so true. In the yeah. episode with the puppet show, <laughs> with the the talent show episode, there's like people are dying left, right, and center in this talent show, and, and like the show must have got And go. Charles
1: has got it, like you know, feet to the burner, like oh no, it's curtain time.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, on his way out, trips over a dead body, like oh, yeah, it's not it's so good. bizarre. All right. So first of all, I just want to give. So a, this is your review. So this is, is my official review. review. Yeah just want to give out a big shout out to the very first person and one of my all-time favourite characters that we see on screen, Darla, the vampire at yeah. Darla, um, um, yeah. played by... Dexter's um, girlfriend. Rita, who yeah. played by Julie Benz. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she just does such a good job. And she was only... Because I love her so much, she was only meant to be in that... Which Actually, she so, auditioned for Buffy. Oh, okay. she didn't get that job. Right. Um, but they were like, just be this... Um, vampire at the start and then she just was encapsulated just her character so well and her character just kind of grew so much that she became a recurring character in the first few episodes so she was up till episode i don't know six or seven maybe
1: up until yeah like we find out about angel yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: so quite she was there for quite a while and then she, she gets staked and is killed in the episode where we find out about angel mm. but she comes back oh does she and so she's and she has another like quite a few episodes in season two and then she goes on to be a recurring character in angel oh, later as well i think part of the reason she thinks that she her character was so popular is because of that real baby voice that she has and she yeah. plays up to that you know in that first she very first episode where yeah. we where we're open and it's like they're sneaking in there's a boy and a girl sneaking into a school after dark. And, so cool. Yeah, and the boy's are so, <laughs> such rebel <laughs> and the boy is taking her, like, showing her around the school and saying there's a really good view from the rooftop or whatever and she's in this little Catholic schoolgirl uniform and she's got, like, the blonde hair and she's like oh, are you sure we should be here? Oh, I thought I heard something. Da-da-da. She's playing up to that real stereotype. And then in a, a move that is emblematic of the whole series, she turns out to be the vampire. <clears throat> so it's the, you know, the innocent looking one that turns out to be the evil doer or the strong Mm -hmm. one in that situation and she attacks the boy and he dies
3: a classic twist on the luring into a dark
0: i know Mm. genius yeah and then because i think her character because of that contrast of how evil she is but also how like sweet and innocent she can pretend to be um i think that people really liked her i find her really engaging on screen
1: yeah i'm glad she comes back yeah Yeah. i was disappointed when she got killed off because when she started to establish herself Mm. more i was like Oh, great. And then...
0: It felt like a premature death. Yes. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which is maybe why they brought her back. Which is yeah. hard. I'm, I'm... You know, we'll have to... I can't remember how they justify her coming back. Because she oh, disappears. She another. gets dusted. So, I'm uh, sure. I'm sure they can. Like, you know, oh, that's, yeah. that's
1: the best thing about a supernatural soap is that, you know, it's got the soap. best... Soap? Well... Did you, did you just call this a soap opera? Yeah. In the way that everything's... So, like...
2: <laughs> oh. Yeah. Masterface. Like, I'm shook. <laughs>
1: but that's the best thing you know it it has all the sort of tropes of characters coming back yeah. memory loss mm-hmm.
0: yeah you can dream sequences you everything can like that things, it's all alternate there alternate universes that's yes, it but you've totally got this
1: about. handy you know it's doctor who does it all the time yeah. mm-hmm. supernatural one of my favorite shows growing up was and obviously was so heavily influenced by this yeah um, wouldn't it have existed without this and we can talk later about how I didn't know that. This I've not watched oh yeah. As soon as I started watching this I was like, Okay, I can see the influences of what made it and you can see what it's come, it's come to it. do yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's the best bit about it, is yeah. that it gets away with it better than no one ever is like, Oh, it's cheesy they came back. You're like Oh yeah, the law says that the vampire can actually come back if on the third day. Oh yeah, that's cool, that's fine.
2: If the
0: bones are cast in yeah. the direction of yeah. the setting sun. You know, someone just
1: opens up a new book and you're like, oh yeah, that's fine. The prophecy says. They completely explain that.
0: Yeah. Everything's justified. Yeah, yeah so I love Dollar. And the fact that she sired, so she made, mm-hmm. she turned Angel into a vampire is great as well. So, I don't know, then I've just got a bunch of notes from, you know, all the different... Episodes, but I don't want to go through them all, but maybe we'll just pick out a few things and then we can just talk about them generally.
1: But as far as the review goes, you obviously say it holds up. Oh, yeah. Rose? Without a doubt. Cool.
0: Yeah, I laughed out loud several times. Oh, yeah. And, it's and, very, I, and I cried. And I cried. Yeah. I was it, moved. Yeah.
1: It's, um, yeah, incredibly witty.
0: One of the notes I wrote down was that it, it reminded me a lot of Flueless in the way that it captured teen speak mm. and the way that it, because likewise, like with Clueless, you know, we talked about how they had their own vernacular and they came up with their own vocab essentially for Clueless um, and the writers did. And the same thing has happened in oh, the Buffyverse. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole book on Buffyisms, I guess, or like phrases that have come about since really? Yeah. the writing. And I remember watching, it might be on the, the next uh, set of DVDs that I have, but there's a really great special feature where the writers talk about how they try to come up with a way... You know, they think about what has to be said and then they would come up with how Buffy would say it. So, you know, they don't just say, oh, I can feel that something dangerous is going to happen. She goes, my spider sense is tingling. You know, like... One
3: of my favourite lines by Buffy, I may be dead, but I'm still pretty. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Only (laughs) a teenager would say
0: that. (laughs) So I, I love that and I think that, I guess... Kids do make up slang all the time, and sometimes they say things they don't understand. That
1: really wigs me. Exactly, yes, <laughs> I'm
0: wigging out. Yeah. All that stuff that, that came from Buffy. That wigging out is like a, I think that was made by them. So that I really, really love that. I think they've still, it's still relevant today, like as teachers, especially seeing how kids okay. are. I don't know i think they've done a really good job there
1: i think that's the genius of it is that it has taken genre elements and influences from the past and really put it into a digestible setting that probably speaks to why its fan base and its fandom is so sort of i guess influential yeah um i mean if you're going to talk about fandom really you're going to talk about dallas you're going to talk about star trek and you're going to talk about buffy Mm. they're like the ones that sort of like your cornerstones talking about fan studies and how fandom works yeah that interplay within the fans and the creators yeah Um, yeah yeah so it's obviously you guys still love the show and it's also obvious by the amount of copious notes you've both written let's start with yours beck all right
0: (laughs) sounds good so i wrote down xander's inadequacy like that this is Mm -hmm. like an ongoing a recurring theme throughout the whole series is xander feels quite threatened by i mean it goes up and down he feels threatened by buffy's power i think he's definitely emasculated emasculated yeah and he Mm -hmm. he's because he says at one point i knew you'd shove that back in my face because she he's like wants to do something and she's like you can't do that i'm the slayer i have to go and do that and Mm -hmm. he's like oh i knew you'd shove that back in my face like all hurt yeah but she's like literally just looking out for him because She's super strong and he's a human. Yeah, I don't know, like, and then hes we've got the whole love triangle with him and Willow and Buffy. So Xander's in love with Buffy. Buffy doesn't care for Xander and he's in love with Angel. And then Willow is in love with Xander. Yeah. But Xander doesn't care but, about Willow in that, yeah. way, in that way.
1: Which to itself, though, is sort of just genre convention for the... Mm-hmm. the Teen. Teen, yeah. so... Yeah. It, it, as much as when I was watching that, I was a bit like... <sighs> Yeah, like, you know, but it also I like, this is it's bread and butter to an yeah. extent. In the same way that um, and also like overcomplicated kind of, vampire lore is also its bread and butter. Yeah, uh, you know, like, yeah,
0: kind of believable. I don't know. Like, yeah, I feel like that can happen. In, oh yeah, for teenagers. Yeah. yeah, definitely, and I think also the the combination is right because I think I I feel like it's a quite a for myself at that age it's a girl thing to be maybe that's sexist but is it a girl thing to be just obsessed with a guy who you've known for a long time whereas it's more of a guy thing maybe that's i don't know maybe that's wrong and <laughs> it's more of a guy thing to just want to go for the new, the new... exciting Slayer, yeah. Slayer time
3: <laughs> i'm not sure if it's just a guy thing i think in xander's case he's Interested in anything new. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, We see him fall in love with every other new woman that appears on the scene, many of whom turn out to be evil. That's that's true. (laughs) And die. Yes. I found my favourite scene with Xander. Well, there's two. The first one was when he tells Buffy that he's interested in her by using the phrase, I want to dance with you. Mm -hmm. Which was so corny and painful. And then his reaction to her refusal is... I think very realistic yeah. for yeah. a teenage boy, yes. if a bit. Not pinch- a great liking. one, but yeah, yeah, you can <laughs> oh, definitely
1: see that's.
3: Yeah, and it kind of reflects his personality throughout the season, where he just feels like he doesn't have. live up, live up yeah. to anything, or yes. have anything really.
0: Yeah, I think it's an interesting exploration of masculinity at that mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. Paul, the expert on well, the expert on this, as the only man in the building.
1: No, I I totally agree. I sort of came uh into sort of my appraisal of Xander in a weird way just because some of the reference to Buffy that I've had before actually watching it has been the how Xander is problematic in 2019 you know like sort of article so you know that I would have looked at the headline and been like what's a Xander Um, (laughs) so I was ready for him to be like all the time like how hot are chicks and you know and Mm. trying to you know do a lot of gross stuff so I was sort of pleasantly surprised, surprised that he was like a teenage boy dick, he not not a like a teenage giant teenage boy boy dick. dick.
2: Yeah. Um. yeah, I think
0: he gets worse. Well, there's a, he gets well, better and it, then he gets worse later on as well. Like it's, yeah. it goes up and down. That's what I wanted um, to
1: ask about how his character evolves. Because so I was like, well, mm-hmm. I've only seen this bit. Maybe this is the first season that he turns into a massive dick. Or like, I don't know.
3: He certainly gets a little worse. But I think that's at the core of his character. And I think his entire character is about being insecure with a powerful woman standing next to you. And I think that's what he, he reflects. I think and it's it, quite realistic and some think ways. I think the ending,
0: in terms of his relationships, the saddest part about, in the, you know, in the future, I'm not in series one, but he's in quite a good relationship and then makes a stupid mistake and that breaks mm-hmm. down. And I found that really frustrating and really sad because I felt like he was on a quite a good trajectory. And I don't know... Well, that made me angry. Yeah, that, that made happened. me angry yeah. too, yeah. So I don't know if that was just... A, the writers making a mistake or if they really felt that that was in keeping with his character
1: plus i wonder how much because the series changed networks partway through its run didn't it and oh did it? yeah i remember reading about this it changed networks partway through its run so sort of when it moved from being a kid's show to very much a sort of an older teen orientated program which makes sense is that as they grow up well
0: they go to college there's a lot more sex and whatever that's it and, yeah. and I,
1: I feel like they were saying a consequence of that so the edginess as it comes in also opens the floodgates that might have been a bit protected by their kids, their teenagers. We can't have them doing massive dick things, and then yeah. suddenly, you know, now we're PG thirteen. Guess what? You know, <laughs> I guess it does get darker yeah. as we
3: go on. It definitely gets Which darker. Which makes
1: like you know, it's it's the Harry Potter trope. You go yeah. from a G-rated film to an M-rated film. Yeah, yeah as your audience grows. Yeah, 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 people are growing up with it, yeah. and they're not worried about high school romance anymore yeah or giant praying mantises yeah
3: so. my other favorite thing with xander before we move on is probably uh-huh. his one positive quality which is his witty comments <laughs> yeah. every now and then so
0: good they are so good so good just and a little episode, bit of um uh, a little bit of comic relief just that tiny little yeah. bit yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: part of his coping mechanisms i think yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <most General laughs> <family. state. laughs> um but he wrote um one thing he said at one point during the puppet show episode was red rum red rum yeah yes yeah, like the, there's
0: so many inter, so inter- many cultural into yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. yes intertextual references yeah, yes. 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 Inter-textual references. yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. just wait again like that's his, Master that's of his thing his yeah, thing.
0: yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> oh there was two other things about xander that i wanted to say one was his, when he gets does get rejected by mm. Buffy because I actually that scene was quite good and Buffy handled it pretty well and he said Xander says, oh you either, either feel something for someone or you don't and she said, I don't, I'm sorry and that was like quite a I think of like a that perfectly. she handled it so well yeah, <laughs> I maybe, was like, that's, I don't know what else well do like, I couldn't have done it that, that, that sophisticated and then he goes off and he says I'm just going to go home, lie down and listen to some country music yeah. the music <laughs> of pain <laughs> with and that I'm side like, on shot he's, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like throwing the ball against the wall the music of pain yeah it is the music of pain and then the other thing that about xander and also this is also with angel as well so in the very final episode which is called prophecy girl buffy finds out that she's got a face she, there's a prophecy written about her and she has to face the master and she's gonna die and obviously that sends her in a spiral and it's very hard for the two of us to watch. Paul mm. obviously didn't care. I just yeah,
1: I, yeah, it didn't. Look really, like,
0: sixteen-year-old is crying. I know, and <laughs> she thinks she's gonna die. I know, and I. And yet clearly, she still goes.
1: I clearly just did not get it because I really just saw it as like, a, oh yeah, you know, she's gonna die every episode. I didn't, I didn't pull any extra weight for this one.
0: Oh, it just, it just gets me. It gets me. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Anyway, she's so brave. You know, she does it for all of us. So she does <laughs> die. So the master like you know bites her and then she falls into the water and essentially drowns in some water. But just as she's finished drowning, I don't know, she's been there for a couple of minutes and then Xander and Angel run in and Xander gives her CPR mouth mouth res- resuscitation. She did CPR too, by the way. Like it he's was
1: not, really bad. He is not pushing at all. No, you got to I mean, get on the right part of like... her chest or hard enough. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yes. All like the right CPR time. saves the day. <laughs> <laughs> I know, <it's> so <laughs> good. After all this
0: magic. And then, but then I was like, with my, you know, critical lens on, I was like, hmm, is it interesting that Buffy had to be saved by men? So this Um, is my question to you. Ready? Is this saved? So she's saved by men so she can go and save the world, right? So afterwards she goes and kills the master and essentially saves the world from the apocalypse. (laughs) So is that a really good representation of male allies or is that just
1: the patriarchy taking over? Thoughts? It's a big one. Again, because it's coming in at it. Because I honestly think that whole thing was just a part of you know the trope of multiple love triangles with the lover that can't be with and sort of. I, I just thought it was just a build up of that. I don't know if how much thought went into it as a. So I'm overthinking. N- no, yeah. I still think it's worth the debate and criticism. Mm-hmm. But I'm just sort of stalling time while I come up with an opinion. Oh, okay. Um, All <laughs> right. Let's try <program laughs> to. Uh, I think they're male allies. Yeah, I, I to to say, think that
3: that's what I came to yeah. as well i just don't see that scene as one in which men are saving the day no i see it as one in which they are desperately trying to find a solution to the friend that has died but also the, the day the that is falling apart yeah. that without her yeah cannot be saved yeah. it's definitely more them assisting than
2: yeah them. yeah
1: i uh, yeah i've got strong vibes of sort of like in a corny way sort of the power of friendship yeah 100% together we do it together
0: Um, and
1: not a I'm the rugged man stepping in because both Angel and Xander as they go in there neither of them sort of come off as heroic they're a bit like what the fuck do we do man Like, you know it's all a bit she's drowned yeah that's it they're scared and there's actual fear showing in their performances and they ask one of them
0: incredible often often. (laughs) yeah exactly
1: we can talk about the acting later
0: is a great actor
1: he was the only and i'm sure like you know i've watched i've watched some bones and he's good for procedural in the like he's not
0: he's perfect for
2: the job
1: yeah that's it but in this i just felt especially those first few introductions to angel i'm like you're sticking out as a bad actor in in like uh, in this teen series I like swept
0: away by his dark good looks
1: he, he is so incredibly he's attractive so, and so i've seen him when he was <laughs> young i'd only sort of seen him as bones co later yeah, on yeah so when he's like, like in yeah his, like, 40s, he's still but, attractive <laughs>
0: still oh very much so
1: but clearly just model good looks here and so, i
0: do you know how he was because he was a model Sure. he was walking he was dog walking oh yeah in LA and someone stopped and was like you want to be
1: well. That that makes so much sense because those You're first few fruity. episodes, honestly, like yeah, he, he, he might have still been
0: bad. He might have still been trying to be an actor, but yeah. 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 I can't believe you think that, that's so funny
1: No, I couldn't believe that he was the only one that I was like Oof, Oh, you dude. thought there would like, be more I, I thought
0: there would be more, yeah. it's a
2: teen
1: like what was it on the CW or something Like, yeah. I thought this would be like, not great but Well, you were surprised were really that commit... the
0: episodes were 45 minutes You thought they were going to be like 25 yeah, minutes, 20 was, minutes Yeah,
1: I was surprised Why
0: did you think that? Oh, just because it used to be
3: like
1: a show that was on channel 10 at like 4 in the afternoon oh, Like, no. you know, I just didn't put that much I was,
3: It needs the 45 yeah, minutes, totally. I often feel that they're too short Way too short
0: Two on time.
1: I don't watch a lot of, like, teen shows. Like, I don't know. How long's an episode of The Flash? Because that would be, like, today's modern equivalent What's of the this. the Flash? It's The Flash? It's, like, the CW show of today. It's about uh, superheroes, uh, you know. It's oh, The Flash, like, the yeah. real fast guy. Yeah. I know. 40 <laughs> no minutes? Yeah. Probably. We'll yeah. look it up.
0: Yeah. Yes. I think that it is... I like the idea that it's the allies, male allies, and I think that the the whole film is about that. It's about the Scooby gang, which they name themselves after mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. while. Like, it's about the... You Know all the people around Buffy helping her, you know, save the world, and you're right. I think um,
1: they, they really could have cocked that up and made it, yeah, gross, the sort option of like, for,
0: it, for sure. I'm a
1: dude, carry her out, and like, yeah, you know, um, carry that her slow there. motion. Yeah, bike. but you no, know, she they basically do that thing. She gets up, <laughs> she's like,
0: I feel great, I'm and gonna yeah, it. that's it. Kill and and has the line, I may be dead,
1: but I'm still yeah, which <laughs> <Yeah>. is
0: <just laughs> so good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> makes
3: no sense because she's no longer dead, no, no. and yeah. yeah. And also, and her also dress the, looks pristine. Uh, that's being. what I thought. That's exactly <laughs> I what I thought. She's lying face
0: down in a mud puddle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and
0: then she gets up, and her white dress is still perfectly white. Which I do want to talk about the white dress. Yeah. Like yeah. A Symbol yeah. of like purity and innocence.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. I was uh, sacrifice. Yeah. I was a bit thrown by the pretty line too because it, it just sounded so weird to me because it was just like that. Just the Buffy that I've been led to believe for this whole series did just not really care about pretty too much, and then suddenly she's like. I'm dead and I'm pretty I was just oh she like,
0: definitely cares about being pretty yes mm-hmm. she definitely cares about being pretty that's yeah. the whole thing it's like I'm the young, pretty girl that you wouldn't expect to actually also have this dark secret and be real badass. She's cool. very
3: occupied with her style and what other people are wearing. Threw me a bit. I I'm guess. surprised actually because
0: yeah. I thought that I thought people understood Buffy to be like the vain, pretty girl who's also the vampire slayer.
1: But you got Claudinia. Claudinia? What, what, what is her <laughs> You're name? You're getting
0: confused with Rose's middle yeah. name.
1: <laughs> Cordelia. Cordelia. You've Rushing. got Cordelia. <laughs>
0: <And>, Cordelia. <laughs> It just gets better and
1: better. What is it? Cordelia. Cord-
2: cord- cord- like Cordelia. Like a Cordelia. Oh, Cordelia. Cordelia. Okay. <laughs> You've got Cordelia. Nah, you're not. Totally <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: yes, you do have Cordelia, but Cordelia's the modern, like, Buffy was essentially Cordelia at her old school mm-hmm. before she got called to be the Slayer. Yeah yeah well she's still she's still you know interested in beauty and interested in fashion and interested in looking good in fact she passes all the fashion tests yeah to cordelia's group yeah remember yeah but then proceeds to ruin it by
1: being nice to people yeah
0: being nice to willow and asking for help and not wanting to flunk out of school that's true yeah let's talk about a couple of episodes like the best ones First of all, the witch episode, yeah. which is episode I think my three? favorite. I think it is episode three, yeah. um, which is I think my favorite of the yeah. whole series. It's one that I've come yeah. back to so many times to watch. I don't know why.
3: Yeah, I don't know why either. But it's just
0: a very, very, very good episode. It is a very good episode. What did you think of
2: it? Yeah, it was good. I think maybe
0: <laughs> I liked it because it's I don't I don't love the master storyline in season one. Like the no. whole he's not the best villain.
3: No, he's not. The master the best
1: reminded villain. me I don't. You've watched The Simpsons, you haven't, but there's this bit where they pretend to do spin-offs and one of them, they line it when the villain gets away at the end, it's like, oh, he'll be back. You know, whole new series of adventures, each one more sexier than the last. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? And I just feel like it's the same with The Master at the end of that second episode. It's mm, like, oh, he'll be oh, back. In yeah. yeah. you know, series of...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. And he was, his, just... his humour and kind of that yes. weird scene where he's like, Practising breaking free and he's just I can't remember exactly what he says, but it's like some horny ass joke. And not funny. That's just not very funny. And also not scary enough. And not mm. scary. Yeah. He's not very scary. He's no. like a weird, ugly version of Voldemort.
1: Yeah. I think if you look at it as a whedon sort of style, it fell for a lot of the same problems that I think Ultron did in the second Avengers. Don't basically, me. yeah. Sorry, I'm
0: not
2: getting that right. No, that's right.
1: You basically could see them. Semi-written is the same character, one mm. that's been added into a story where he wants to focus on other things, but needed a big villain. Mm. You know, like
2: yes. <laughs> oh, us, there's, there's yeah, there is always a big
0: villain in like they call them the big bad. You know, there's always a yeah. big villain yeah. that yeah. goes over the whole overarching series yeah. season.
1: Sorry, yeah. season. Yeah, that's yeah. It, that's the, how it the works. genre works. Yes. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I feel like the Chosen
3: One could have taken a bit more space in that, but he also becomes kind of it was weird, like a pointless nothing child thing, yeah. that doesn't do anything.
1: I was a bit confused by a lot of the throwaway stuff. Like that claw vampire, he seemed cool for like four seconds yeah. when he was used just to snip out the mantis. Yes, exactly. Or that trio of guys in armour that the die really quickly. So very quickly, yeah. Um, I was a bit confused by some of the extra vampires. I think maybe, yeah, yeah it
0: took them a little while to hone their big bad. Yeah, like, to
1: yeah. Hone,
2: that's good. Cool. Their...
3: Which is Because why... they did get better at it.
0: There's some really... Evil. Oh, there's some
3: terrifying ones yeah. later on, but that's probably why I think witches and perhaps some of those other episodes that
0: are not about vampires we like so much. Are a lot better. Yes, yeah, and mm-hmm. I think witches was great because it really, you really got to see Buffy embrace that cheerleader self and mm. that like real bubbly and bright self. And then I just liked that it was about witches and not about vampires because I don't witches know, witches are more interesting yeah, It's really, more human in some maybe respects. Maybe more human. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's very true. If you haven't seen the episode, it's about. Buffy wanting to get into the cheerleading squad and coming across another girl who turns out it's actually her mother has swapped their bodies because her mum's a witch who's obsessed with cheerleading because she was a cheerleader back in the day mm-hmm. and she's putting spells on various cheerleaders until she can get into the squad. It's like her. the ultimate example of a parent living through their child yes. mm, where yes. she really takes a it
3: to the point of literally yes. living yeah, literally literally as her child.
0: Using her <laughs> daughter's body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just a, I don't know, it's just a fun episode and I love when she gets cursed. This is another quote that we always used to do when she when Buffy finally gets cursed because she's made the squad um, and she gets that spell put on her that's like a she's like she's drunk essentially and she wakes up in the morning and she's like macho macho man. I don't want to be a macho man. And we just said that all the time as well. That was another quote that was thrown around my household a lot.
1: Ooh, juice. The thing I like about that episode, and it came up in a couple of others too. Uh, which just again speaks to I think the quality of the the writing you actually get like a bit of a payoff of a twist like I you know the the fact that it was her mum in her body yeah I didn't Mm. see that coming like Mm. you know and I like actually got a shock from it and you're like wow like for a 40 minute teen show like I was like whoa you got me (laughs) and it was the same with the the puppet master episode too like yeah that twist in that
0: Yeah, but that guy, then the, the demon turned out to be some rando who... Yeah. You know, it would have been better if it was someone that we got to know a little bit
1: more. That's it. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, just a couple of times I was, mm. just sort of did that little lean back as I was watching it. You got me. I, th- ah. I
0: think the writing of this show has, is quite thoughtful mm. and clever. Oh, definitely. And yeah. Yeah. And it's quite important. All the degrees. Yeah. And, there's quite, <laughs> the yeah. Right. and then right. there's quite important messages. Like, I think this episode yeah. is really
3: about the relationships between mothers and daughters. Yes. Yeah. And we see not just the relationship between Amy yeah, and, and her, her mother, the witch, but also the relationship between Buffy and her mum Joyce, and the fact that Buffy at this point feels like her mum doesn't really know her know or her pay attention, pay, to pay her. attention, yeah, and then she sees what could be the.
0: Opposite. Revert. Yeah. That yeah. where your mother is obsessed with what you do and the effects that yes. has on your life. And she says that great line, which, you know, as a teacher, I think I've thought about this more than I ever have before. But, mm-hmm. you know, she says to her mum, Mum, would you ever want to be 16 again? And Joyce says, Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Go through all that again? No. Yeah. And I just, that resonates with me now watching our students. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, it's being 16 is. Hard work. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a few more notes then, oh, yeah. on just that what, episode. No, just oh, on, you on the talk more about that
3: episode. I was just to say that that end of that episode is the best. What happens in the end of that? The episode? mother ends up inside, inside, inside. a trophy. A trophy. Yeah, <laughs> no,
1: you're right. That was good. We can just speak while we're on the sort of topic of it, though. Our, Buffy's mum. Yeah, I think she does great. Yeah, she I does. I thought, do she great. was really good as like a believable mum character. And again. You know, comes down to the actress Trina Sutherland, I think it was, was Christine Sutherland. Christine Sutherland, yeah. yeah. But also down to the writing, like it was a really believable parent character, yeah. which I don't think you see in a lot of a lot of time The parents sort of like basically like the Charlie Brown one, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know this,
0: all like the perfect mum yeah. who's yeah. like making you a snack and doing this, but he's a mum with her own life, yeah, who's trying her best, own, like she's it's, got a career, yeah. she's like you know running an art gallery. I think she's a little disengaged. Okay. In some of these episodes definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But she has to be for the sake of the slayer's that, identity. This is true. And we know later on, um eventually sorry. No, no, sorry, go, I, ahead, go I, ahead, but eventually um Joyce becomes aware of Buffy's Well
3: even by the end of the season, there's elements of her understanding what's going on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, was in the last episode? Interesting <laughs> tidbit about her though. Because I thought because I, I, yeah, I saw her name come up Yeah, I saw her name come up in the credits and I was like, she related to like Donald and oh. You know, his son 24 guy I've forgotten his name Keeper
0: Yeah Because
1: I was like kind of looks a bit the same And I was like How weird is that Because Donald Sutherland Was in the movie Yeah Not related Not related But Sutherland's not her real name And she got it from Just being a fan of Donald Sutherland She changed her name To get her equity card Whoa Yeah, I was like Wow, small world I don't know. Yeah.
0: One of my least favourite episodes is the Praying Mantis one, where Xander falls in love, quotation marks, Ugh, with his yeah. teacher, who turns out to be a giant praying mantis, and is taking virgins, young boys, yep. to rape them and get them to fertilise mm. her eggs. Bizarre episode. Really good episode.
1: It puts a, as was trendy at the time, a... Unnecessary focus on virginity Yeah mm-hmm. um, Which is ridiculous But and maybe it, But I don't know Is that
0: ridiculous when you're a teenager?
1: Uh, I, I don't know I feel like we've moved on As a culture To sort of be Less like Freaks, freaks Or Oh you know, yes um, Like that the, As in the joke in that 2020 is that, yeah, Rather than that's Back it, yeah. in the 90s Oh 100% mm. Like the joke is that Jock boy that gets Captured too Is also a virgin yeah. What a loser
0: And if you tell anyone He's going
1: to yeah. sue Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I We don't bit,
3: really delve into The problems of Predator teacher No, no. at all. Even though that seems so kind of fine like. She was yeah,
0: so rapey and mm. yeah. inviting young boys back to her house.
3: And yes.
2: Just, yeah.
0: And there didn't, there just wasn't enough of a feeling like,
3: of
2: concern ugh, yeah,
3: expressed by anyone. Yeah. yeah,
2: and
1: that's totally agree. I do like giant insect stories, though. I always think they're a bit of fun, but yeah, I was a bit disappointed.
0: I, I don't.
1: Yeah. There's there's an
0: episode of Doctor Who as well with the wasp. Giant
1: wasp, yeah. Uh, you've got Yeah, I don't get it. Coming up, Beck, you've got a series of giant insect movies that you'll sit through, so... Do you want to take my place? (laughs) (laughs) I'm
0: not going to... I'm going to be very busy, actually.
2: (laughs) Be ready for them. No!
0: Yeah. Oh, dear. I really love The Pack. That's another one of my favourite episodes, when Xander gets... Um, A hyena. A hyena gets possessed by a hyena. Yeah. Yeah. Love that episode. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thought it was really good. Thought, like, that's where it sort of kicked it up into a weird. Because I was sort of getting into the pattern, I guess, of every week a new monster comes along, and, you know, and everyone is completely oblivious to it, and then they kill the principal.
2: Yes. And I am like,
1: fuck! like Poor
0: Principal Flutie. <laughs> they eat the principal. Yeah, they, they eat
1: him. They lot. eat his principal. And I was like, okay, they, they're going to have to acknowledge that. Because I yeah. kind of thought it would be like a Midsummer murder thing, like where it's just every week Everything someone we dies, and to. people yeah. are like, oh, there's been a murder? That's so weird. <laughs> so that was, I thought, ballsy by the production, just to yeah. be like, yeah, no, we're actually going to really have an influence on yeah. stuff. Which is yeah. why I'm sort of interested in seeing season two and how that keeps evolving. Annoyingly, though, there's one shot, and I think it was just because I... Must have paused that episode at a the time. There's a shot while she's fighting the blue guy at the end mm. where it's clearly the stunt double. I saw the exact same shot. And She's <laughs> like doing a flip or yeah. something, and you can tell that and it's the lead. And you can see her face. Yeah. It's oh, just like... You guys can't do
0: it. They Which, didn't
1: cut that together. Yeah, yeah but I, I feel like they must have got a backing along as this went along because even episode one the pilot felt like the production values were lower than subsequent episodes, and yeah. I feel like people started to get faith in this quite quickly but Early i on. think that this was that was probably just effective yeah an oversight
0: yeah. um yeah. i think what i really liked about that episode was the change of xander like the yeah. the change yes. in the act the way the actor changed his body language yes. his yeah. movement his voice everything and that's what i
1: mean everyone in this can act except for that an- and i'm sure he gets better but like just those... him that angel guy <laughs> okay <laughs> <that> bones guy <laughs>
0: Call <laughs> Angel
1: or David Bronis.
3: Yeah, I like that episode because I actually think as you watch and go, oh, they don't need a um, magical, supernatural thing for that to occur. This is a teenage boy who realises he can be cool yeah. and yeah. jumps in with and the cool cruel. group and as a result starts to... Really mm. torture and treat his former friends really yes. poorly, yeah. and I don't think that is a supernatural.
0: But it's thing. It, no, it, no, that's correct. But maybe we wish it was, and maybe that's why you know it yes. kind of resonates. Because if, if it was a if it was some supernatural thing, we could get rid of it, and then teenage boys would be okay. But there was something that annoyed me because Giles, when Buffy's talking about the change in Xander, Giles goes, oh so you mean he's just a teenage boy?" And he kind of really excuses. Sanders' behavior so he says he's pumping with testosterone it's just normal teen behavior and he excuses Mm. this really awful behavior that we've seen the ad on tv yes (laughs) exactly yes show Charles that yeah i get it now that really annoyed me because i feel like that is a mindset that it's not boys acceptable will be boys. anymore. The boys mm-hmm. will be boys mindset. Mm-hmm. And that was very much what Giles embraced. This idea that, oh, he's just a boy. When even
3: at the end of that episode, when he agrees to let the girls continue to believe that Xander has no memory of the way he treats yeah. them. It's when just between you and me. Actually, yeah, yeah. Us we'll boys. We'll keep that yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in the code kind of
0: silence. And that's really problematic. That's
3: weird. Also, like,
1: those other four kids that obviously will never turn up again because I think they're in an insane asylum. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they must
0: be. Because they're the ones who ate Principal Flutie. And if no,
1: they remember Wild that, dogs, wild oh yeah they would have remembered yeah the they'll remember it yeah you're right I remember
0: oh yeah
3: they're, they're gonna be yeah. dealing with some drama <laughs> like that. yeah
1: that's yeah gotta love that like uh, that nightmare episode as soon as someone says hi wendell i'm like oh wendell's not not good things are gonna happen to wendell <laughs>
0: it's so true. as soon as yeah as soon as there's a new character introduced yeah. to i've never seen before yeah. you know something called happen. wendell <laughs> No to Wendy yeah, no. Offend
1: listen. <laughs> our listeners.
0: Speaking of what happens
3: to kids that have been traumatised or something terrible happens to them. What about in the episode Out of Mind, Out of Sight? What happens at the end with the FBI? Oh love... yeah. that
0: is another favourite episode.
3: Yeah. I have so many favourite episodes no, in the series. I,
1: I thought that whole thing, and like, do you look back through, there's those guys in suits around in the background for like most yes. of the episode. Yep. Oh, and, really? Um, yeah. Really? Yeah. I could watch it again. Oh, They're <laughs> just like standing in the background. <laughs> again, it's an Understanding of genre that just plays into it so well. Like yeah. I got, you know, not, I got goosebumps when the when the guys came in and were like, I'm like, oh yeah, they know this stuff, it's man. A, they are, are confident in what they're doing, yeah. and they put it, yeah, again, and they put it into the teeny show, mm-hmm. way in just to. Yeah Yeah. Well I think it Joss just just Whedon comes
0: from a long line of people who have been involved in the film industry His dad and I think grandparents as well were involved in the film industry and the television industry so he obviously is a huge consumer of pop culture yeah. and, that, and you see that come out mm-hmm. so but, well Yeah,
1: just the way to mould it into the anyway yeah. I thought it was
0: So Out of Sight, Out of Mind is about a girl who is basically ignored by her classmates and teachers to the point where she actually turns invisible and there's that great line when Giles goes, instead of looking at the, the mystical, I should have looked at the quantum mechanical. And, and they're like, is, huh? Yeah. And they're like,
3: physics. <laughs> and this is where my question for the physics teacher comes mm-hmm. into play. Paul, explain <laughs> <laughs> how this could happen um, using un- physics.
1: Unfortunately, uh, Turning Invisible isn't on the year 12 curriculum, which is as far as my knowledge of physics goes. Oh. But, I don't know, dark matter. Dark matter. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> Oh
0: dear. Mm. Well, essentially, because they're on the mystical realm of the Hellmouth, and then she Mm -hmm. feels invisible. Therefore, her feelings become actualized, and she becomes invisible. Right in the middle of a class too. That teacher, like maybe she deserved to be.
1: Well, she doesn't quite die. She She doesn't die. Suffocated. Yeah,
0: Cordelia saves her. Mm -hmm. I think it it, was this. Like, because I read a little bit about Joss Whedon as well, and I think he was bullied at school. Well, he said bullying was omnipresent. Like you know, mm. bullying is everywhere, and it is everywhere in this TV series. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like every episode yeah. is in some way, shape, or form about bullying. But like, maybe this was their big one about bullying and about yeah. social isolation. It did feel a bit isolate, Social isolation. It mm. well, took me a way too long to get out. Yes. This one was. and the
1: yeah. um, the Malcolm in the Computer one. There's one where Willow mm. has an online boyfriend and it turns bad. Yeah. It's a demon. That's so nineties.
3: Yeah, it was yeah. rude.
1: Got to be safe on the internet. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, no, no like one's safe on the internet. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. And you've got to be kind to people. Yes, you Or at least mean.
3: acknowledge their existence, because I suppose this is very different to the form of bullying that yes, Cordelia is does to most people, or mm. Xander does to Cordelia. Yeah, he bullies her
0: too much. Mm. Um, oh, do but you? no. Xander bullies Cordelia so much. Yeah, but thank God someone needs to stand up to her. No, he's nasty, nasty to, to her. She, she's nasty to him. I think
1: everyone could <laughs> just be to nice to everyone. everyone else.
0: <laughs> But with this one, it's a much more subtle form of bullying, and it's a lot harsher.
1: It's really it's gross, really just fun. the way that yeah, she's in a conversation saying something, and they just do not
0: blank look. her completely. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So yeah. in this episode, this is where I knew I knew you know in um what was the one that we did where it said something like if we you punch us, do we not? Yeah. What was that from? What uh, film did it, we do that we talked me. about that? Ah. Uh, it was like a port. They did like a. a really lame tribute to shakespeare's if you prick us do we not bleed
1: yeah i'm trying to think what that was it was definitely one of mine yeah it was one of yours anyway was it was think
0: that <laughs> was based on
1: shakespeare <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway later works. this is later where later i know video. because i never i think i don't even know what shakespeare play no, that's Venice, from isn't it? i have no idea Perhaps, but this episode of Buffy is how I knew that quote. It's not Merchant event.
1: It's now I've said it and sounded like a bitch. No, it song. might. Be. <laughs> yeah. It might be. Just go with it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, that was like I was like, oh, that's how I know it because you know I don't read Shakespeare. No, none of us English teachers no. do. <laughs> <laughs> um And Claire is the actress who plays the Invisible Girl, Marcy, 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 yeah. Marcy. And she is known after this for being in lots of gay films. So she's mm-hmm. in another film that we'll do called But I'm a Cheerleader, which is an amazing film, which I highly recommend for everybody to watch. But she's the love interest, so I've had a crush on her since forever. And she's just beautiful. That's all I have to say. But she's Excellent. scary in this. She's mm-hmm. so scary. I forgot she's, how violent it was. It's very violent. Because she really tries to kill people. Yeah, she's actually
3: very problematic which it is ways. it is
0: problematic because I said what did I say that she very violent but I still I still feel for her like I felt like she was a victim but also she was mm-hmm. like murdering people I <laughs> stopped was... feeling for her pretty quickly did you? yeah, yeah. Remark- yeah. A... with a teacher I think that's when I was like Ugh.
1: there's a series of slasher films that sort of have this same Sort of arc that there's the really bullied that becomes the psychopath. Yeah, the and Joker. Well, yeah, the Joker. Rose's favourite film. Mm. <laughs> After, Joker. not my favourite. After the Irishman. After.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a bad year. <laughs> <laughs> Last
3: year. <laughs> I did wonder whether this episode would be accepted as much after all the school
0: shootings yeah that's true and sort of the well, acts actual of violence that have happened there's episodes. episodes later on with school shootings in yes. it remember those ones yeah
1: i thought even the episode going back to the angel guy um, <laughs> angel. and yeah, you know she's shooting two guns and mm. buffy i was as like, Dalla. yeah mm-hmm. i was like this probably wouldn't be okay for the market they were going for now, now. Yeah, now,
3: mm. yeah. Da, 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 but I, I wrote Paul Cordelia twice in my notes about this episode. I loved Cordelia. She's, she's so, so alone so when Cordelia kind of <laughs> opens up
0: about her experience. I can be surrounded so... by people and still be, feel alone. I could. She says, "Wait, this is what she says." Yeah. She says, "You think I'm never lonely because I'm cute and popular?" <laughs> I love that. And then she also says, "This is all about me, 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 me." And she's it actually not wrong. Is. <laughs> Yeah, so the Invisible Girl is targeting Cordelia, obviously revenge. But the ending of this is great because in the end, she's taken away by the guys mm. in the sunglasses who turn out to be from the um, FBI, FBI yeah. and she's taken into a room with heaps of other invisible kids mm. who have also turned invisible and used for
1: assassinations, <laughs> assassinations, yeah, was, and infiltrations.
0: This great for anyone? <laughs> I love it. She's like, "Ooh, cool!" Yeah,
1: it's but great.
3: also it's kind of a terrifying reflection of society society yeah, yeah. and what we how we use people the yep. exploitation
0: of invisible children but she will feel useful again and mm. wanted like she's she won't be purpose. ignored yeah
1: except by she she's assassinating yeah
2: and that's her job
0: maybe she will start to be visible again because people mm. are paying attention to it's her it's a risk oh it is a risk <laughs> Imagine if he became invisible. I want right a spin-off series assassin. about the Invisible
1: Assassins. <laughs> yes. And that's what I want. Oh my it god, would be very good.
0: It'd be so cheap to. I, I know to make, make. <laughs> to cut.
1: <laughs> no main <laughs> actors. That's good. Yeah, starring no one. The Invisible, but just for our twist, it'd be the Invisible Mute Assassin. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
0: Will that be a hit? Wait to find out.
1: We'll do it as a podcast first. <laughs> oh my God.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh dear! I think that's all I had from that one. Oh, the only other thing I wanted to say was about nightmares. But you didn't like nightmares. No. All right. No notes on nightmares. I
2: broke. When? It's a filler
0: episode. So nightmares is an episode in which people's nightmares start coming true, mm. essentially, because this little boy has been we find out beaten up by his kitty league coach. So he's a he mm. plays he's like what ten or something, mm. and he plays softball baseball. 12. 12. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to Google this. And he's in a coma. And while he's in the coma, he's making... Because his nightmare, I guess, came true in that he's yeah got beat up. Mm. I liked that episode because I thought it was just so dark. And I really liked that. Yeah, and I'm... maybe it touched on something that's the concept of competitiveness. The competitive nature of kids' sports with mm. the adults getting so competitive. But I thought that was just really off track. I didn't get any new insights into any of the
3: characters. In fact, it just did it in more an explicit way, was just like, oh, by the way, in case you weren't sure, Giles is really upset when he can't read. Oh. <laughs> did you know that Buffy is really scared of the master? <laughs> I was, and
2: yeah, Wendell uh, doesn't like spiders. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah. and um, Xander clowns. feels humiliated on <laughs> um, clowns.
1: Yeah,
0: he was attacked yeah. by Nazi clowns. I don't
3: <sighs> know where
1: you're coming from, but also, like, I found that, like, is a fun wild ride Sort of episode, like you're, you're thought, just like, who's Nightmare's gonna be next? Yeah, what? exactly. And yeah, at yeah, you've got those shit CGI flying wasp things. Oh, yeah, it's like, <laughs> so bad. But, but yeah, I, I thought it was a lot of fun for what was gonna be, as you said, I guess a filler or a contained episode. Mm. But I think,
0: yeah. I feel like a lot of them are fillers, or a
1: lot of yeah. them are contained episodes but, with no.
3: But normally they give you some new insight into a relationship or, or a, character. a character
0: or something about Slayer. Yeah, I like Nightmares. Oh, the other thing, oh, yeah. this is again going back to another episode, but the talent show one mm. with the puppet show where there's the demon hunter who's actually a ventriloquist dummy. Mm. I really liked at the end because in the episode, Xander, Buffy and Willow are like making fun of Giles because he's been asked to run the talent show and he Good. really doesn't want to. And they're like making fun of him and laughing about it. And then this new principal comes in and is like, Oh, you think extracurricular activities are a joke. You have to be in it now. And so obviously they have to be in it, but Mm -hmm. the whole episode isn't about them being in the talent show, but as the credits roll, They actually show the performance. And I just love that. Yeah, Yes. (laughs) And they're doing this very stilted performance in which halfway through Willow Willow runs off. (laughs) And and I love that they filmed that. And I think that was very symbolic of how the cast and the crew work together. And I think it was, I don't know, I think it was a good set to work on and i think they became quite close and there's other episodes later on that attest to that like the musical episode Mm. where they kind of all go out of their comfort zone very much and actually sing and he gets them to use their own voices and all this stuff and i just felt like there's so there's a lot of joy in the filming of this show as well and Mm. they have a lot of fun with it and they're all still friends i see
3: on instagram photos of them together oh that's so nice I, like,
0: with his drinking prop. I think he's on no,
1: Yeah. Oh, no, he's better now. Oh, he won an award last year did for like Sorry, role Sorry. model.
0: Did he actually? For Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Getting
1: over stuff. Oh. He does art. Oh. I was looking on Wikipedia. Bless. Um No, but I did speak into that. I was at a comic convention and I saw Alison Hannigan, Hannigan mm-hmm. there, which was a weird experience at a dog. Oh, wait, like, in it? real life? Yeah. Oh, she came short? and spoke. Oh, I was a fair distance oh, away. Okay. But um, she spoke and the, weird, the weirdest thing about the day was he's this star of Buffy, which is a huge fandom of How I Met Your Mother, even of the American Pie films. Mm. Ivy had at that time Penn Teller, that magic show that she hosted. Oh, yeah. Oh. So like every question was just like some guy being like, hi, yeah, um, I was watching this episode. Do you know how that trick was done? Are <laughs> so, you serious? Yeah. I don't
3: know why she does that show. Oh, because it would be
1: two weeks filming in Las Vegas for a big check and, she and a holiday. And like, one, yeah. yeah, it'd be ripper. I'd do that show. Then she can, I'm interested.
0: <laughs> she can go and not work and just hang out with yeah, like, <laughs> her family.
1: Um, but <laughs> she it. did speak about the yeah. early days of Buffy. They were like, "How did it feel to be sort of in a phenomenon?" Mm-hmm. And she was like, "We so I was a teenager back there. Her and Cordelia, with, she said the two teenagers on set. Yeah. They thought the coolest thing was that they got to watch the episode before." Everybody their else. friends did yeah. so they'd get to watch a VHS copy Aww. and then sit there and have soft drink and be like hi
2: oh. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's such a cool story yeah. It's like, yeah. Just have,
1: yeah she was like of course you've got no idea when you're in something that's going to be one of these sort of huge Epic. things yeah you're just you just like wouldn't. cool I'm an actress yeah
0: <laughs> I'm so lucky to get this gig yeah
1: yeah the only other thing I wanted to talk about was I guess looking at it We've spoken a lot about sort of looking at it now as opposed to 1995 or 1997. Oh yeah, 97. 90. I looked at. That. Oh sorry.
0: No. <laughs> Maybe the movie was 95.
1: Yes, well, that makes sense. How do you think it holds up? How do you think it would be different? We've talked about a few things. The one thing that got to me, and I guess it's sort of been a product of this podcast, is watching everything now for sort of the male gaze sort of thing. Mm. And I think you can tell when they've got different directors on. Mm. And it was that Puppet Master episode especially, I was kind of like, mm. someone's directing this that is... Um.
0: I don't I don't pick up on that. I just
1: found that one was very lingering on the girls.
3: Really? Oh, yeah. That's the whole point. It was the puppet, puppet the puppet's was really, yeah, The
1: puppet was very... But yeah. It was just... But even like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess it opened with the ballet dancer and then... Mm. Yeah, there's a lot...
3: But that was an unnecessary addition as well. That I think that it the had to be was there.
1: No, a sex sexual. Yeah, yeah.
3: And that's Just
1: it. With
0: the and also, girls. Yeah, and that was kind of accepted. Yeah, and laughed off. Which yeah. is that attitude of like, oh,
1: again, boys will be boys." Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, Buffy Kate called it out and did say, "Yes, some
3: that's ones Here and there, that's
0: enough.
3: Yeah. yeah. Um, I think
1: even Xander called it out at one stage, which is yeah,
0: but in a protective way yeah, of his yeah. girls. You're right. I think that was very much like a. Yeah, yes that's
1: more him only i can say if it's... um and then yep. i was also sort of shocked by the pilot too where there's like that sequence in the girls locker room i was a bit like mm. Is it, do they have to have a conversation in the girls locker room and would you be having that in there now i don't remember that yeah uh, and it's yeah. when they find a body in the girls locker room. oh in the end, yes yeah like okay but i was just a bit like, like
0: scantily clad girls
1: well there's a lot of them walking in the background mm. in towels and i'm oh, like, yeah. Right. Come on. Like this is Also
0: not... just American locker rooms are just weird. Yeah. I don't understand that. Seems to be yeah, very it's public. We're familiar with. No, like all the showers are just like everyone showering mm. there and ugh. Yeah, not a fan. So glad that's not right. a thing in our schools. Yes. I know, I'm I'm really, really I know if I cope. <laughs> that's just awful. No. I think it holds up. I think ultimately it is very... oh, Yeah,
1: ultimately, but I think yeah, you can
0: Oh there's also a part where she lit it. Changes. Oh really? She just leaves a um she has like a big coke thing from mcdonald's or something that's not from mcdonald's but you know i can't how do you describe that like a carton of coke i don't know with a straw a cup Yeah. A cup yeah a big cup. i think rose has got it there <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: a vessel for all you can drink <laughs> yes and she just leaves it on a gravestone and like walks away and that really stood out to me because i don't think that would happen now no no definitely not yeah a
3: hero does not litter no mm. probably doesn't even drink with a straw no mm. yeah,
0: um yeah. is there anything else i just have two more things yeah, i feel okay. i'm Annoyed and sad that Willow is so obsessed with Xander, and I wish something would have changed about that in this series. But... And
1: does it change? Uh, later on it does. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for
0: yeah, sure. Definitely does. Yeah, change. it definitely grows. I... But maybe it's not unrealistic. It's not unrealistic.
3: Yeah. I sort of find it part endearing part of her character that she sort of still loves him despite how shit he is to her on a number of occasions. But even even though she loves him, there's that scene in, I can't even think what episode it is, where he asks Buffy to the dance. The oh, last episode. It's the last one, yeah. When he asks Buffy to the dance and then he asks her. And she's like, no. And she says no.
1: Yeah. That
0: was, I really like that. that. That was, that was her was finally her. taking a bit of a stand. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying it's not about yeah. you.
1: Yeah. I, I was impressed with her character because from the pilot, because I felt like the pilot's those first two episodes really it was like a yeah. double thing. Mm-hmm. I was worried that the rest of the series would be... And you get on the computer, computer girl. But she's actually she's so much more than that, even oh, though she's yeah. still that to yeah. an extent. Yeah, um, then
0: she's not totally one-dimensional at all. Yeah,
1: I, I was worried that was where it was heading. But yeah. a- again, very impressed by all the characters and the acting.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, most of the acting. I can't, I'm surprised you're so surprised, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I said I'm surprised you're so surprised. A couple other things in the final episode. I felt oh, like cool. it was very Phantom of the Opera when... Um, she's going down to meet the master and there's like the candles everywhere and she's in that white dress and I felt like you know the the theme song from phantom should just start playing in a second (laughs) and then another moment I loved was when Xander and Angel were running down to try and help her And, and Xander just goes to Angel you're looking at my neck. Stop, stop looking at my neck. I told you to eat before we came.
1: <laughs> that was a really good bit. That was, fun. Um, that was great. I was also just so impressed that they went full out gross scare with that hell monster. Oh, like, that it was, was so fun. icky and gross yeah. and phallic. Yeah. Um, it was...
0: There was actually a few homoerotic things th- about vampires, like the sucking of the neck mm. thing. Sorry. Oh, they're very no. sexual. Yeah, very
1: yeah. sexual. Oh, I thought that was great. Like, I'm a huge Evil Dead fan. Uh, and Army of Darkness through all the comics and stuff. And I, you got to say, this has definitely been influenced by that. Mm. And I really felt with that monster, especially, I was like, oh, this is... Yeah. Like, going into this, I don't know what I expected, but of course I was going to like it. Like, it's like... <laughs> it's a
0: product of other things. Yeah. If, yeah. yeah. Well,
1: that and it influenced in, it, so yeah, many yeah, of the other so much, things yeah. that I really yeah. like. It has, it,
0: it has played a huge role mm. in pop culture.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, I was watching this while I was on holiday. My brother was there. And I wouldn't watch two episodes and like get and he asked, "Oh, so how's it going?" I'm like, "Oh, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. you know, can't wait to watch the rest." Like, it's, it's like you know, so good. Yay. Yeah, so, so happy.
0: happy.
3: Yeah.
1: Same. Um, but yeah, I don't know what I'd expected. I think I was just ready to be like an ever after moment. No. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Oh yeah, you should have been like.
0: Honestly, that one took me by surprise. I hours. love ever after. Rose, if you had Very been, boring. if you had been, this here, isn't boring. After, this is not boring definitely not no but no is Ever After no Ever After is so good (laughs) we're not going down that path again (laughs) that's not the last thing that I really wanted was at the end because that last episode is I found the last episode really emotional because she confronts her mortality Mm -hmm. she doesn't she quits she's like fuck this why should I be the slayer I'm only 16 I've got my whole life ahead of me I should have my whole life ahead of me that line I quit so she's crying yeah Oh. yeah it's awful it's really sad oh, me. but anyway and then she goes then she, but then she comes around and she's like fuck off someone's got to do it i've got to do it i'm mm-hmm. gonna face my destiny blah blah blah. goes down there beats him it's all over and she you can see her crying at the end and they're like why don't we go to the bronze and have a party and she's still like crying yeah, yeah <laughs> i just really wanted someone to give her a hug and for her to have a good cry because yeah. that was a really hard she's I... just gone through this huge huge thing yeah and i don't
1: wraps up very think quickly the... doesn't it
3: Characters recognize that it's yeah. different to the other, the other episodes. yes, exactly. In like, right, the yeah. other fight scenes, yes, yeah, just like you, Paul, yeah, well,
1: yes. <laughs> also didn't realize. No, I did find that jarring, especially because there's sort of like that murmur of dialogue as they're all exiting, and I think someone's like, I'm so hungry, like, yeah, you know, it's just, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, And I feel like it, I don't Probably. know, like, I feel like they could have written that last little scene a bit better because I feel like as an actress, Sarah Michelle Gallo was still just from watching her on screen watching her face and her body language i felt like she was still in that really emotional period of feeling like i've just gone through something really full on yeah and as an actress she still looked like she was feeling that and yet this dialogue around her was like la 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 la
1: yeah 100% agree with you there i was already for like you know a dark night ending that you know it's going to end with her sad and then a voiceover for her being like, So I continue to fight yeah. the night against the dark ones. You know, I was ready yes. for that, but it was yeah. just like, Yeah, let's go have a party. Yeah, or just like
0: some acknowledgement that she's yeah. just gone through some huge. I mean, Giles does say to her, I should have known you wouldn't, mm. I should have known you would have, you don't listen to prophecies or something, because she's known for not following yeah. instructions. So mm. there's I think a little it bit is, of,
3: again, a little bit of the, they don't grasp what it is to be the Slayer. And maybe it does. Yeah, and that maybe it was somewhat intentional to have her grappling with this really traumatizing experience by herself, and it's
0: like she is in some ways alone. That's true because that does come up later. It does. And the first episode of season two is about this. About this exact thing. So is it spoiler alert okay in the first episode of season two she has run away no mm-hmm. so i guess they do follow on from they definitely okay. do follow up it's not yeah. right. and it yeah.
1: might have been that was going to be the original ending and they got okayed for season two and they're like oh we better tie this yeah in. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah i'm glad they did that because i think it would have been really hard to go back to just normal life after that they do build on it yeah they definitely do yeah.
3: another side step that i meant to mention right at the start of this episode mm-hmm. on my instagram this morning I got a post saying it's Buffy's birthday. Today. Yay. today. Yay. <laughs> I meant to oh, mention it wow. at the start. I was like,
0: what no. I'll bring it up at the end. That's amazing. Oh, happy birthday, Buffy. Thanks for hours and hours <laughs> of just amazing entertainment. I think we were, we're releasing <laughs> it today.
2: Mm.
1: Quick. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. it. edit, edit. edit, edit. edit.
1: <laughs> Well, it's almost it. Um, oh,
2: yeah, I have to make a decision. Those
1: declarations. Oh, yeah. It's a bit of a weird one because one of the discs is snapped into and stuck in a DVD player. <laughs> but in a way, it's sort of already... It's got one foot in the hell mouth, you know? it's. It it's does. It's,
0: and, oh, actually, update for my listeners. Mm-hmm. Our listeners, sorry. She was speaking to Rose then, too. So that was yeah. the weird bin. Sorry, Paul. So, as you know, because Paul picked this up for me, but I purchased a DVD player mm. on Gumtree. So now I actually have a DVD player. And they kept on ejecting it because the other discs are also damaged. So the DVD player, it did manage to play it after a while, but if it sat in there for too long, the DVD player was just like, nope, get this out. <laughs> the, this disc is not not good. It's not clean.
1: Well, you're not doing a lot to say that it needs to be kept.
0: And also, it's all on Stan.
2: But it might not be it forever. It might not be forever, though, I know. It
0: definitely won't be forever. Oh,
2: but... Well,
3: because I now don't... Disney owns it. Oh, really?
1: Because, yeah, Fox. That means it definitely oh, won't I be on Stan. I've got to
3: watch
0: Stan get... ones quick. Yeah. So... Actually, when I broke that first disc and I couldn't, and I was so desperate to watch it and I couldn't watch it, I actually bought the whole season one on iTunes as well. So oh, I, wow. do, I do have season You've one on it iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> and I will have that forever, right? They can't just take that away from me. I paid for that.
1: Oh, I don't know, man. Don't know how that <laughs> <works>. The world's <laughs> the world's changing. DVDs are the only way to know that you're gonna have it forever.
0: And also, I do like having it. You know, I, I want people to know that I'm a Buffy fan. Mm. If I were you, I'd buy the rest of this. Yeah, I could just get like that one. That's the what I've always set. wanted to get. Like the, yeah. the box set that had absolutely yeah. everything in it.
3: Every year at JB around Christmas time, yeah, I hundred the bucks. box set.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, what do you guys think I should do? So you think I should get rid of this and buy another one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be my strong advice. Paul?
1: <laughs> right, yeah, I'd say hang on to this until you've got the ultimate... Set. buy more DVDs. That's what I'm saying.
0: This, this is the opposite. Those oh, yeah. who have skipped ahead just to hear the decluttering. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Vomiting, right? We are now. failing you. Yeah, I think I'll keep it for now. I just think that's a good because I know the DVD is not in there, so I can't really give it away. I no, can't take to the option. Yeah, it'd be so disappointing for someone. Just, it would
2: be
1: going to the. Yeah. I'm just having a good look at the actual DVD now. But
0: in terms of the actual DVD, this was also one of the first DVDs that I think I owned. Besides, maybe. Um, Ever Ever after. after. (laughs) And this did have like the interactive menus and that kind Mm. of thing. And I actually remember being really impressed by those. Oh, yeah. At the time. I was like, ooh. And I have very strong memories of the the music playing while the title sequence and everything. So? So I'm going to keep it for now and see how it all pans out.
1: And we'll keep you updated on that. You keep us updated as well on your life related (laughs) to listening to this show
0: or in general look yeah whatever you had a good day send us a message (laughs) had a bad day send us a message what's on for tomorrow
1: and you do that by uh the twitter the instagram or the gmail the gmail all at dvd clutter Um,
0: that is dvd e c l u t t e r
1: also remember to rate and review us on all your platforms but especially itunes because a five-star review there will really help us out with visibility
0: yes um, thank you so much to those of you who have already done that. We really, really, really appreciate it. Thanks, Rose. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. And come for season two. Yes, definitely mm-hmm. come for season two. Get started watching now, which I think you already have. I have. I'm about three episodes or four yeah. episodes in. <laughs> I'm <So> ready <laughs> So come for season two. We've got other ones on the go shortly. We've got a lot to get through.
1: We sure do. 2020. I know, 2020.
0: What's up next? What are people watching? So for next episode...
1: Of... We're going to do Picnic and Hanging Rock. Okay. is going to be the next episode. Next episode we're going to do Picnic and Hanging Rock. Lock that in. Mm, yeah. So... It's one that we both own on DVD. Oh, do you own it? Yeah. Oh, great. Great so, film. Yeah. You we'll know. just start getting into some of my trash later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it all for a special <laughs> occasion.
0: <laughs> um, I think that's it from us. So thanks again for listening.
1: Yeah. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.
2: this mouth, I just don't know how to end it. Ooh. Oh yeah. wait we're always that's part our